Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the From Ballparks to Buzzer Sportscast. I'm your host, Perry Mortinos. And today, guys, we have one of my personal favorites, um, personal favorite episodes to do every year. I really do enjoy this episode, and that is the NFL free agency preview. So, obviously, we're going to be talking about um, the Patriots offseason and their needs and their who should be on their list. And the team's uh, trades will come up as well. Um, there's obviously some trade candidates um, on the market. You know, DeAndre Hopkins, um, Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, probably the biggest name that's out there as a trade candidate. Um, so we will get to some of those guys. We will be Patriots-focused, as always. And then, usually, I don't like to do much draft. I mean, some draft content will um, sneak in because of their needs and if they can address this position in the draft. And, of course, that will happen. But... Um, but the biggest issue, I think, is free agency because the draft is until April. I'm not 100% sure. I want to say it's April. Um, I want to say it's April 27th this year. I want to say that's the first round of the NFL draft. Um, but, but let's start with what the Patriots need, right? Because they do need. Um, probably a little bit of help as we've seen here so first off right they have some needs they have um wide receiver is a need cornerbacks a need i think linebackers a need tight ends probably a need as well but the two biggest ones are definitely offensive tackle is definitely up there and i would say cornerback and potentially a sneaky need is free safety. If Devin McCoy retires, they have nobody. They have nobody else that can take over for him. So that is also something that should be monitored as well. Is Devin McCoy's retirement because they don't have another free safety that can do quite like he can. And look, there's the best free safety on the market is Jesse Bates, who did not get tagged by Cincinnati, but he's going to get a lot of money. He's not really, that doesn't really seem like the type of guy that the Patriots are going to go out and get. This is a position where they could target later in the draft. Obviously, CJ Gardner-Johnson is an elite player. Jordan Poyer, Von Bell, Jimmy Ward. I mean, the safety stack is very, very impressive. But, you know, you never know what's going to happen with this free agency market. And it's possible that some of these guys get very, very, very big contracts, especially Jesse Bates and C.J. Gardner-Johnson, who I believe C.J. Gardner-Johnson did um, did say that he is going to leave Philly. So C.J. Gardner-Johnson will probably not be returning to the Eagles. Um, but the Bengals do have to – to the Eagles, excuse me, and the Bengals do have to keep one of Bates or Bell, but that is a position that bears watching. Another position is wide receiver. There's obviously a couple trade candidates. You've got DeAndre Hopkins. You've got potentially Higgins. I don't think he's going to be traded, though. You've got some other guys, maybe Hunter Renfro. Um, maybe they should place a phone call on him. Because this wide receiver free agency class is very, very weak. Jacoby Myers, according to the athletic, the rankings are Jacoby Myers, OBJ, DJ Shark, Miko Hardman. 
I don't see any talent there. Not much talent. And Jacoby Myers, this could be a situation where Jacoby Myers, I don't know if he's worth 15, 16 million a year, but he's probably going to be able to get 15, 16 million a year if it's from the Patriots. If it's not, we'll see. And look, I love Jacoby Myers. I think he's a good player, but the question is how much becomes too much for this New England Patriots organization and paying Jacoby Myers? That is an important question. Then at cornerback, right, another position of need. They've Right now, Miles Bryant is free agent as well. It looks like you're going to be going with Jonathan Jones is another free agent who they should probably contemplate heavily re-signing. But right now, the starting quarterbacks under contract are Jalen Mills, Jack Jones, Marcus Jones. And look, I'm a big Jack Jones. I'm a big Marcus Jones guy. Jalen Mills, not so much. But this is a this is a potential spot where the top four guys, top five guys, really are very very good players. James Bradbury from Philly, Jamel Dean from the Bucks, Cam Sutton from the Steelers, Patrick Peterson from the Vikings, a little bit on the older side, still an effective player. Marcus Peters has an ego problem coming from the Ravens. Jonathan Jones is eighth on this list, by the way. That's a position that you should probably looking at in the court in the draft. There are some chances to draft um, cornerbacks. Just looking at what's going on here, you've got Joey Porter Jr., who many people say is going to be there at 14. The other guys, um, such as Devon Witherspoon and Christian Gonzalez out of Illinois and Oregon, respectively, probably aren't going to be there at 14 where the Patriots are picking. But I think without question, the biggest position of knee on this team is the offensive line. Isaiah wins a free agent. They're not going to re-sign him. Right? He's not getting re-signed. Period. Specifically offensive tackle. Orlando Brown, in a surprising move, did not get franchised this year. Which was a little bit surprising. little bit surprising that he didn't get released. You've got Donovan Smith, who just got released by the Bucks as well. Jawan Taylor from the Jaguars, also, also like Orlando Brown, another franchise tag candidate, did not get tagged. Caleb McGarry, Mike McGlinchey from the Niners, Taylor Lewin from the Titans who got cut, who may retire, we'll see. There's some options out there. This is the actually a good year for the Patriots to address their offensive tackle position. Because you can't go into next year with Trent Brown and Connor McDermott on the right side. That's a recipe for disaster. You've also got some big time tackles in the draft as well. Guys that will be very, very impressive. Parrish Johnson Jr. out of Ohio State. You've got Darnell Wright out of Tennessee. A guy that projects projects as an offensive guard but did play offensive tackle in college is Pierce Karowski of Northwestern. There's some options here. There are some options. And then, as I mentioned, the Patriots got to go and make some moves, right? Especially... We'll see what happens in this division, but Derek Henry's on the training block. Bills and Dolphins are heavy, our favorites, um, leaning the odds right now to acquire him. Aaron Rodgers on the trade block, which we will get to in a little bit. Heavily favored that he's going to go to the Jets. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that comes here in the next day or two. So big, big chances that could be made for the New England Patriots this offseason. But just looking at the free agent class as a whole, 
Let's start with the quarterbacks because this is a very interesting offseason for the quarterback market. You've got four good quarterbacks at the top of the class, right? Bryce Young has height concerns, but consensusly has been the QB one of this class. CJ Stroud had a great pro day. Uh, not great pro day, excuse me, great combine in Indianapolis. His consensus is the QB two. Maybe if a team trades up to no one to draft Bryce Young, CJ Stroud falls into the Texans' lap there at number two. Then you've got a guy that scouts are flipping between on between three or four, Will Levis and Anthony Richardson. This is what I'm going to say. All these four quarterbacks had great workouts, except for Bryce Young, who didn't throw and didn't really work out. He's waiting for his pro day. But Anthony Richardson, there is some team in the top 10 that's going to fall in love with this guy. In absolute love. If if I were the Patriots and I were drafting at six, I would, I would take him. Because Mac Jones isn't the guy, and I've heard some people suggest that. You know, hey, go out, trade Mac Jones, draft Anthony Richardson. Restart the clock, or keep Mac Jones for a year, let him sit, then you got Anthony Richardson coming in next year. I've heard that as well. Restart the clock on a rookie quarterback. Because Daniel Jones got just, just got paid $40 million a year. If Mac Jones thinks he's near that number, he's not going to get it. And he shouldn't get it, quite honestly. But just look at the QB needy teams right at the top of the draft here. Chicago should probably trade down, but they don't think Justin Fields is the guy. Trade Justin Fields, get some draft capital, draft your guy at number one. Houston's at two. They could trade up to one to secure their quarterback. Indy's at four. They could trade up to one. Seattle's at five. Seems like a perfect landing spot for Anthony Richardson. Detroit, I wouldn't be I don't expect them to go for Anthony Richardson, but wouldn't be that wouldn't be a complete shock. Vegas at seven with Anthony Richardson seems like a really good fit. And then we haven't even mentioned Will Levis, who Carolina could trade up. They could take him. Tennessee, a sleeper at 11, who I think, you know, you get some trade capital. You trade Ryan Tannehill before the draft, say, for a third-round pick. You trade Derrick Henry before the draft, say, for a second and a fourth. You move up the board to probably... Maybe number three, maybe try and jump Indy and get into number three and get your hands on the quarterback of the future if they don't think Malik Willis is the guy. That is also definitely an option for a lot of teams in this league. This just is in Tennessee. This just is in Tennessee. If Washington falls in love with the guy, maybe they should try and uh, go up the board. I don't expect them to. They're back at 16. That's a little out of striking range, in my opinion. But, I mean, you never know. You never know. It. Plus, they seem pretty bent on Sam Howell. For me, like, if I were Chicago, I'd trade down to two with Houston. And then I'd trade down to four with Indy. And move Indy up to two. Then you get a couple first-round picks. You still get your, the guy that you want it for, especially with Jalen Carter's recent arrest. We have to see what shakes out there. But they're, they they cannot take him number one overall at this point. And that does lose some of their leverage. But they cannot be taking Jalen Carr number one at this point. And then you got the quarterbacks in the free agency and on the trade block. Lamar Jackson got the non-exclusive tag. Two first-round picks for Lamar Jackson if a team signs an offer sheet. Some teams have already said they're out. Panthers have said they're out on Lamar. Atlanta, Vegas, Miami, and Washington. They've Those five teams have said, you know what, we're good. We're st- we'll stick with our guy. Maybe we'll do something else. 
But Lamar Jackson, for a quarterback needy team, I'm just saying, he is an option. If the Jets can't get Aaron Rodgers, I would not be surprised at all to see this team go and try and get Lamar Jackson. I think that's that's Lamar Jackson's best hope if he truly wants to leave Baltimore. I mean, maybe Tampa Bay, maybe they make a run at him. I don't expect him to. I'm just at this point kind of throwing out teams. But look at the teams in the top 10, right? Chicago doesn't really need a quarterback right now. Houston quarterback probably going to draft one, though, because they need the capital. Arizona doesn't need a quarterback. They're locked into Kyler. Indy needs a quarterback, probably going to draft one, though. Seattle doesn't need a quarterback of Lamar Jackson's caliber, maybe a pro, maybe a project. Detroit, again, Jared Goff, they're not going to re-sign Lamar Jackson do that whole thing. Vegas, I've already said they're out. Atlanta, Carolina, same thing. Philly doesn't need a quarterback. Tennessee, maybe Tennessee makes a run. That would not be surprising at all. I think ten, I think it's between Tennessee, the Jets, and Tampa Bay if he leaves Baltimore. I don't think he's going to leave Baltimore just because I don't think teams are going to be able to spend two first-round picks on him. And again, I'm taking all of these teams at their word here. You know, I'm trusting the fact that those five teams, the Falcons, Panthers, um, Raiders, Commanders, and... I cannot remember. The Falcons, uh, Panthers, Raiders, Commanders, and I believe... I cannot remember the other team, but those teams said they would not make a run. I'm going to take them at their word. I'm going to take them at their word. But, I mean, this is smokescreen. But getting to the other quarterbacks, then you got Jimmy Garoppolo, right? Per- seems to be, this is why from the Raiders, this is the landing spot for Anthony Richardson. The v- earliest I think he's going to be drafted, barring a trade-up, is 5 to Seattle. But I could see them, hey, Jimmy, let's bring you back here for two years. Anthony Richardson will draft. We'll do the same dance we did with Trey Lance. Jacob Brissett next on the list. Another guy that is going to be a backup. This quarterback class is not weak, is not strong. Excuse me. The two biggest names out there are Lamar Jackson and Aaron Rodgers and then everybody in the draft class. Now, there is some other things that have been going on. Right? Saquon Barkley got tagged. You know, we obviously have the Joe Mixon issue that just came to mind. The And um, something else with Mark Chase has come to mind as well. Bengals seem to be in a little little bit of trouble. They were going to be my um, early season NFL picks. Uh, NFL pick. Um, they still might be. We'll have to see how it shakes out. But running backs, you know, you got Miles Sanders, Rashad Penny, Jamal Williams, David Montgomery, Deontay Foreman. Damien Harris is at 7. Damien Harris is probably going to leave the Patriots. If I'm the Patriots, I'm looking to get a pass catching back somewhere. Again, I already mentioned the wide receivers. Tight ends. Dalton Schultz, tight end on the market. Mike Gusecki, Hayden Hurst, Robert Tunyon, and Foster Moreau. Though That's a solid top 5. But from the Patriots, again, I'm looking to draft a guy. They already have Johnny Smith. They already have Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry looks like he's going to be French. Uh, excuse me. He's looks like he's going to test free agency. After um, after next year. It might be after this year. But after one of these next two years. Right? We'll have to see how that pans out as well. After this year. Excuse me. After this year. But Johnny Smith is pretty much locked into the contract for this year as well. This is why the Patriots need to draft the guy. I already mentioned the offensive tackle. Patriots don't really need a guard. They've got... Um, Cole Strange, and they have Michael and Wenu. 
Center, David Andrews, maybe you draft a little development guy later. Defensive tackle, always a need, right? You can always bring in Javon Hargrave from the Eagles is an elite player. He's going to get a bag, but maybe draft some. Edge rushers, linebackers, Bobby Wagner, Tremaine Edmonds, Levante David, all guys that are going to get paid, but maybe the Patriots look at this second tier. Jermaine Pratt, Eric Kendricks, TJ Edwards, Quincy Williams. I don't hate that at all. I already mentioned the corners and the safeties. Look, if I'm the New England Patriots, this is my perfect offseason. This is my perfect offseason. I know I did hate on on um, on Devin McCourty a lot last year, but he's a step slow, right? But at the end of the day, they're not going to go out and sign any of these safeties. So you got to draft one in the maybe the third or fourth round, second, third, fourth round this year. Let McCourty, Hopefully McCourty comes back and plays another year. Right, that's the hope. That's the start. If he doesn't, then I'm looking. You gotta sign somebody, and then draft a developmental prospect as well at the free safety position. But my perfect offseason starts with Devin McCoury, not just Devin McCoury resigning, but Jonathan Jones resigning as well. That will be extremely helpful to this New England Patriots team. You at least have a familiar face in the backfield because Belichick isn't gonna go in there with two second-year players and Jalen Mills who. God knows what Jalen Mills is going to be, and he's not going to draft a guy and plug him in either, knowing Belichick and what he's going to do. They're going to let Damian Harris walk, which is fine. No, you draft. Running backs are expendable. You draft one later. Ideally, I'd like them to go out for a Mike McGlinchian, Orlando Brown, a Jawan Taylor type. Ideally. I think they have to go in and sign an offensive tackle. I think it's probably going to be from... The second tier, it's not going to be the Brown, Taylor, McGarry's. Maybe the Lewins, Smith, um, Calvin Beecham. Maybe Andrew Wiley from the Chiefs. Those are the guys I'm looking at from the New England Patriots. Sign one of those guys forever much. Probably 12, 15 mil, somewhere between there. Draft a tight end. Draft a wide receiver. Go back into the wide receiver pool. Maybe you trade down. This is a draft where I wouldn't mind seeing the Patriots trade down. Because if they don't see value at 14, trade down. Trade down, get a second-round pick, trade down to, like, 25. Take a wide receiver or corner that you like there, and then do the other one in the beginning of the second round. They also have their own second-round pick. But I, I, I hate to say it, if Jacoby Myers gets more than 16 mil on the open market, let him walk. Sign one of these second-tier guys. That's what I would do. I would look at a Robert Woods, I think, would be a good fit here. A Mac Hollins would be a good fit here. Somebody in the slot. Michael Hardman, he has a ton of speed. He might go back to Kansas City. We'll see. But he's he just doesn't seem like a Patriots fit. So that's essentially my free agency witch list. A second-tier offensive tackle. I At least I would appreciate a first-tier, but at least a second-tier offensive tackle. Hopefully Devin McCoy returns. Resign Jonathan Jones. Right? Go get a wide receiver. Maybe that second tier. Maybe a guy like Allen Robinson. Maybe he's still good. Stuff like that. Now, on the trading market, I would love, I would love to see the Patriots inquire about Jalen Ramsey. I would absolutely love that. I'd love to see him inquire about DeAndre Hopkins as well. Those two guys I would pick up the phone and call from the New England Patriots as well. But this is going to be an interesting offseason in the NFL. There's a couple teams that could completely blow it up this offseason. 
a couple teams that could really, really blow it up. And the first fish really was Derek Hart landing with the Saints. That was the first catch in the quarterback market that the Saints hopped off the carousel. But I could see teams like Tennessee completely blowing it up. Vegas isn't going to blow it up just yet. Green Bay, what are they going to do? Are they going to trade Aaron Rodgers to the Jets? The Jets are going to get a quarterback. The question is, is it going to be Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, or are they going to have to settle for a Jimmy Garoppolo guy and just play this game? That's a big thing to see is what is Aaron Rodgers going to do this offseason, especially in the AFC East, but not just this, in the NFC North as well. Really the entire league. I mean, this is an elite quarterback changing teams is what we're looking at here. We've got a couple other teams that are going to be sneaky good. Detroit, two first-round picks. Any team that has two first-round picks is always dangerous. Always dangerous. Houston has two picks in the top 12, thanks to the Sean Watson trade. The Saints have two picks, have one pick in the first round, excuse me. Philly has two picks in the first round. Seattle, two picks in the first round. One from the Russell Wilson trade. I'm just saying, I'm just saying that it is a possibility that a couple of these teams, maybe Detroit, maybe the Tennessee at 11, seeing if they trade Ryan Tannehill, move up the draft. And we'll talk about the draft a little bit later. But there's a lot that's going to happen as soon as the new year starts. Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill from Tennessee to markets. Lamar Jackson, of course. When that legal tampering period begins, Aaron Rodgers, another big name, obviously, that's out there. And then a couple big guys, you know, Jalen Ramsey could change teams, as I mentioned. DeAndre Hopkins, a consistently top 10 wide receiver, could change teams. Anybody could use one of those guys, especially the New England Patriots. I would love to see them go out and trade for DeAndre Hopkins. I just, if you're a Patriots fan, what I'm looking for is I'm looking for aggressiveness. I'm looking for Bill to say, look, I messed up last year. Matt Patricia and JoJo's were problems. I don't know if Mac's the guy. And I wasted a year of his rookie contract and I wasted a year of his development. That's on me. I've got to go out and I've got to get Mac Jones, a legitimate weapon. I've got to get this defense, a legitimate cornerback, so they don't get burned by Stephon Diggs. By Stephon Diggs. By Tyreek Hill. By Garrett Wilson, who's going to be a problem next year in the um, New York Jets. And just look at who they have on this schedule for next year. Kansas City, they might not have a wide receiver. But Eagles, A.J. Brown, a guy that you could have had. And I'm going to keep being that horse. Los Angeles Chargers, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Keenan Allen, another guy that could be a cap casualty. Dallas Cowboys have... CeeDee Lamb. The Raiders. Of a guy by the name of Devontae Adams. I'm sure you've heard of him before. Colts have Michael Pittman, who's still a solid player. Just looking at this schedule for next year. Steelers. George Pickens. A guy that we could be talking about in the same breath as A.J. Brown. Because the Patriots took Tyquan Thorne over him. Denver, Jerry Judy, and Cortland Sutton are good players. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that they need to... Go out and be aggressive. That's what I'm looking for as a Patriots fan. That's what I'm looking for in free agency. And then we can assess their draft needs. Maybe I'll do um, 
a similar thing. I don't know if any of you guys are familiar with the sports radio um, program, Felger Maz. They throw darts at a dartboard, and they have all these guys on the dartboard, and they say, okay, the Patriots pick this guy, just to show how in, in unpredictable the NFL draft can be. Maybe I'll do a very similar thing. We will have to find out about that, but we will see. We will see what happens this offseason. I'm excited. I'm excited for this NFL offseason. Break up a little bit of the Celtics and Bruins talk. The Bruins have only played twice, I believe, since the last episode. They played tonight um, at home against Edmonton, a game that you can find on Hulu and not Nesson, which is going to be phenomenal. The Boston Celtics, obviously on a mini slide right now. I will get to them, but all I'm going to say is that we'll get to them next week. But Marcus Smart has been awful. Grant Williams has been even worse. My two least favorite guys on the Celtics team, showing why they're my two least favorite guys. Um, But just looking at what we've got coming up these next two weeks as this episode is going to be pretty much wrapped up. Next week, some NFL stuff will have happened, not all of it, but we will go into some Celtics and Bruins talk. Some March Madness, I believe March Madness starts the 16th. the official like March Madness Tuesday is the first four, um, but that Thursday March sixteenth is the is that Thursday March sixteenth is the first first round games. Twenty third will be some MLB stuff. Um, preparing for the baseball season. I know we're not going to do a whole episode on that just because we'll get some um, college basketball in here for a little bit um, for the next three weeks, and then as we go into April NFL draft content. Um, some more Celtics Bruins stuff as they head towards the playoffs. And then, you know, then it com- becomes down to just NFL playoffs and a- NBA playoffs preview. Um, but as always, guys, thank you for listening. Um, we really appreciate your support here from Ballparks to Buzzbeers. Please visit our website, www.fromballparkstobuzzbeers.com. Our Instagram is there. Our Twitter is there. Our email is there. Guys, please don't hesitate to reach out with any positive or negative feedback questions segment ideas maybe if you want to be on the show i'm sure we could work something out we love hearing from you guys please recommend you to somebody who you think might enjoy the podcast as well but that'll do it for me today guys as always thank you for listening i'm your host perry Mortino, signing out with the from ballparks buzzer sports sportscast have a good one everybody